Here is a reminder from the American Medical Association. Games, games. Here's some games. Games that want to get out. See? More games. Don't pour sulfuric acid on your genitals. What are your qualifications? Ah, well, I attended Juilliard. I'm a graduate of the Harvard Business School. I travel quite extensively. I lived through the Black Plague, and I had a pretty good time during that. I've seen The Exorcist about 167 times, and I keep getting funnier every single time this I see This is the Nerd Words Podcast. You guys care to comment? What do you mean, like, fine shoes? On utilitymuffinlabs.com. <laughs> Holy shit, we're back. Thank you for tuning in. I, of course, <laughs> am Nathan. And I'm Bob, again. I'm we Bob. do podcasts. We do it for fun. so thanks for tuning back in to us after our five-week hiatus we call it our holiday break it was a holiday break it was awesome yeah it was a you know de-stress for me sure it was a de-stress for bob or perhaps new stresses because you were actually out of town in a different land you know it's new stress only because it's it's hard leaving Right. And I think, you know, I visited there a couple of times and, you know, stayed a week maximum being there for that long. It was like you, you adjusted, you yeah. got used to being there and the concept of it is hard as hell to leave my cute ass nephews and niece. Uh, yeah, I can imagine. It is hard. I mean, they're, I mean, just to, just to get in a little bit, I love to death their differing personalities, even the twins. Mm-hmm. It took me a minute to adjust, but once I did, man, you know, Cade and Caleb are night and day in terms of who they are even at seven and that's that's a phenomenon man they're identical and so it's it's weird that i can make that distinction yeah and the other one is is my sister kept telling me how exhausting it is to just deal with all the kids and whatnot i was like nah come on how bad is it and i'm thinking from an uncle perspective yeah of course your mom and dad you know there's all sorts of stuff right. to do yeah i was uncle ran into the ground <laughs> ran into the fucking ground dude i was happy to do it but jesus i mean we're talking, they would wait, like my, my little ones, right? Seven-year-olds. I'm staying in their room temporarily, you know, and they would sleep in Nana's room. But when they woke up, which was right around... When the sun comes up? Pretty much. It would be before <clears throat> oh, easily seven, mm-hmm. I would say. One of them would come and sneak into the room, and they would check on me. You know how I am. Yeah. That door opens, I'm awake. I may not move, but I'm awake. And I just kind of looked, and one of them would come over, and he would just look at me. Mm-hmm. And if I moved at all, if a foot moved or whatever, they would just disappear. <laughs> but what they were waiting for was for me to get up and go upstairs. The moment I went upstairs, they were right behind me. Right. You know, sometimes race me to the top. See you up there. You know, and then it was time to, you know, kick rocks and start the day. And, you know, and it turned into a game where I would just wait downstairs and give Kelly more time to just chill. But that whole family is ran beautifully, man. They, they got it going on. Yeah. I mean, right? Like. I can't speak enough about Brad and Kelly. I mean, the mom and dad I wanted to have in my life would have been Brad and Kelly. Yeah. I mean, they deny their kids nothing, and they, it's still structured and respect's huge no matter what age you are, and you're allowed to be you, but you has responsibilities, and those are defined for you, and you're allowed to think, and development's there. I mean, you, you could vomit at just how good it is uh, that they're doing, you know. Yeah. About the only negative side, I worry about Kelly and Brad. And that's only in the sense of them getting time for them. Right, because it's so overwhelmingly taxing to okay. have a family. Yeah. I mean, they take time for them in terms of they have alone time. But compared to other families I've seen even around here, like, you know, families around here, we have a date night, and that's what we have, and that's that. To Kelly and Brad, that's foreign to them. Like, the idea of date night, well, no. We got kids. It's not for us to push off on someone and whatever. 
when an opening presents itself, we'll try. You know, that's the only difference. But to give an idea of personality, I've shown you videos, man. You've seen it. You know, they're. Yeah, I've heard them on Xbox Live. <laughs> yeah, they're sociable. Everything's war. I call Aiden Aiden the Unconquered. You know, it's it's awesome. Uh, Caleb's a little lawyer. <laughs> everything that happens he has this tone and i love it to death when he tells you you're wrong and that's okay he's seven mind you right it's like hey caleb are you sure you should be having it you know that's sweet and that like your third one and you're done for the day no i'm sure you're wrong <laughs> then i'm wrong okay geez what was i thinking seven year old yes guess he's, I said. he's made his decisions he's made his choice it's awesome it's awesome well that's cool i'm glad you enjoyed your trip while you were gone i did the following uh, I got a hundred percent on Skyrim again. <laughs> so that was the thing. Um, yeah, basically, uh, I think I picked it up. What was it like late November? Probably when it, like, at least it came out. Yeah. Yeah. So I did use some of the mods I've played with uh, a couple. I figured I wanted to get up to a hundred percent, uh, achievement wise, right? Because as we know, it is a dynamic game that has no real end. But I wanted to get up to 100% achievements so that I could have the, you know, the the points to show for it, I guess. And then uh, I started to use some of the mods. Um, I used a mod that let me build another house, and that's pretty cool. Um, kind of stinks, can't move your family into it, but, you know, it is what it is. But the, the house mod that I picked, it's, it lets you build a house right outside of Whiterun, and... It's the cool thing about it is it's got displays for every stinking thing you've ever collected. Dragon masks, uh, Daedric artifacts, blah, 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 on and on and on. The really cool thing is, though, it has linked treasure chests. So I can run past my house and drop all of my shit that I picked up in one of those chests and just keep moving. And then when I get in the house, I can go to a different chest and extract the stuff out of it. So, so you didn't have to keep it in separate chests. And right, right. And, and and now, like, the way that the chests are set up in this house, though, is that you can organize everything into individual chests. So basically what I did was, you know, you have, like, your building room where you build weapons and crap. And there's a chest for your, like, your iron bars and your gold bars and your ingots and all that horseshit. And then, like, uh, one for jewels, one for potions one for recipes so you can separate all that stuff out you know and spend that kind of time if you want to be that you know retentive which at that point why wouldn't you be you spent all the time building the Fuck stupid yeah, house right, right so it allows you to customize all that stuff but you know if i'm like oh, i gotta build some stuff outside let me throw 100 pieces of wood in there and then i can go outside and grab them super easy there's some weather mods that you can fuck around with that kind of like changes the way your character interacts with cold. Those are pretty cool. Um, what else did I pick up? So um, what, you can be like wussy and have to wear warmer clothing? Yeah, yeah. So like, you know, uh, survival becomes more of a priority than just like throwing on some armor and running around. Because playing a game, basically, cold weather doesn't affect you. Because um, you're a Nord. Right, because you're, or you're a lizard, you know. But either way, like with this one, now you can, you know, build fires and camp. It, no it, lizards die in the cold, right? <laughs> yeah, I do. That's okay, that's basically where we were going with that. Um, but uh, I, I didn't uh, I didn't use that one. I just used a visual effect one where, like, when you're in cold weather, like, you breathe cold air. That's cool. And, like, rain shows up on your armor and stuff and snow. So I just fucked with the visual stuff. Another cool one is, uh, I think it's called 
new life or something like that. Or basically, instead of starting at Helgen and being in the back of the the uh, the carriage and like going to the uh, chopping block, you can start in a new place, and it gives you like a plot line and gives you new quests and stuff. And then uh, there are a couple actual like full like they're almost like expansions, but they're just mods that people made. And uh, those are installed. I just haven't fucked with them yet. So because once I got done beating Skyrim. It was break time. <laughs> yeah, it was break time. And then I was like watching some people play video games online. And I was like, oh, man, uh, I really hate uh, WWE 2K16. So um, wait a second on mods. Yeah. Did you see the Deadpool saber, a lightsaber mod? I did not, but I don't go in for funny things like that. I couldn't fucking believe it, dude. I watched this dude play Deadpool. It's on uh-huh. the Xbox, too. He was played Deadpool right. at dual lightsabers, fucking Darth Maul's lightsaber thing. Yeah. And then I watched him get owned. <laughs> you have lightsabers. That's great. The Nord don't care. You stole his sweep roll. It just beat his ass with an axe. He tried grabbing uh, what's-his-face uh, little broadsword lightsaber. Uh-huh. I forget that dude's name, but he's like Kelkoff, the, the, the new Vader, the... Oh, Kylo Ren? Yeah, Kylo Ren. It's so that name yeah. cracks me the fuck. I uh, I don't really go in for like the the humorous stuff because like to me that you know, if if you're into it, you're into it, that's cool. I'm just not I just don't get down for if stuff. If you like thought that. the rent was too damn high, vote for Kylo Ren. Yeah, I don't uh I don't care about lightsabers really at all uh in anything. So having those in Skyrim not a big draw for me. Yeah. And then uh, Deadpool is really great in a comic book called Deadpool or a movie called Deadpool, but anywhere else I'm pretty much... I uh, even saw Rationale having Deadpool in the game, because what if Deadpool was hallucinating? He was in Skyrim. Yeah, and that's fair. It was Viking time, but right. if I have to do that, for, if I have to play imaginary to play an imaginary game... Right. Also, I don't know, does he talk in the game? Uh, I didn't pick up that he did. Okay, because then it's just a skin, because yep. that's Deadpool is entertaining because he talks. Mm. And I play in first person, so... All I could see is Deadpool's hand. And then you want him voiced by Ryan Reynolds. Right. You know, somebody, you know. Yeah. But uh, no, I don't I don't really get into stuff like that. But what I did get into, and I don't know how I got into it, was I decided one day to start playing uh, 2K16. People left you alone, Nate. Yeah. That's how you got into it. And uh, I was like, oh, man, I could, like, make my own, like, show, you know. And so I did. And now I have my own universe. And... uh it's this weird phenomenon where I just make characters and then I have them wrestle each other. Apartment championship wrestling. Uh, on a Twitch channel near you, specifically mine. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I just, I, you know, I make characters and we collaborate um, with uh, Jeff, who's been on the podcast a number of times, and um, make characters and have them wrestle each other and they win belts and stupid shit. Adam's on board to uh, announce. The announcers for Twitch shows with me to announce them and to, uh, you know, be commentators right. for them. So what we need to do is we need to, to write. we need to get the Xbox out here in the living room and we need to all be uh, plugged into the party so we can all watch at the same time. And then we can color commentate the matches and stream them at the same time. The thing is, we got to take turns. I really think more than two. There's a mixture to that. right? I have three shows. So I have three shows. Right. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to belittle we have, the amount of shows. We have uh Monday night, um, which I believe is called Monday night massacre. Uh, we have a Thursday night show, which I don't remember the name of, but it probably has like throwdown or something in it. How do you keep up with these shows and, and podcasts? It's crazy. Oh, well, I mean, it's just video game playing. It's not, it's not, <laughs> it's just like, while you're actually like playing a first person shooter out here, 
and oh, like am I? winning matches or you know whatever you're playing. Most time I'm swearing at the internet. Right. You're you're well, yeah. That's the other <laughs> fuck all. Uh, so about the time I decided, like, oh, you know what? I'm going to try out this strit- this Twitch thing. I'm going to stream this this thing that I find fun, and if people like it, they like it. About the time I decided to do that, our internet was like, yeah, go fuck yourself. And yep. um, it hasn't been the same since the 26th. And we have, this is what we've done. We've talked to Comcast. And uh, I was on the phone with them for about 45 minutes to an hour the first night. Okay. And they were like, oh, well, uh, we've determined that you need a new modem. So, okay, no problem. Go to the store. Uh, it's like a half hour wait to get the modem replaced. by the way, the Comcast store you went to. Right, right. The Comcast store. So I don't know if you folks are aware of this or not. For those of you that don't live in the Chicagoland area, uh, when you go to trade in your equipment for Xfinity, they have retail stores now. They have actual, like, freestanding retail locations. Why? Don't know. But they have them, and they sell things out of there. And I was like, this is a fucking joke. Right. Uh... So the first day, I went the next day to go drop off the modem. This was like a half hour wait. I went before work. I didn't have time. So I had to wait until Friday. So I just kind of suffered with internet that was dropping in and out of service uh, with this modem. Went Friday, replaced the modem, uh, used it for the majority of the day, and it just kept doing the same stuff. It's just dropping in and out of service, in and out of service. And at any given time, you can run a speed test, and the speed's awesome. And then a minute later, it's zero. It's not. It's non-existent. So, and we're talking not low. Completely drops off as if it wasn't connected. Right. Right. Just it's it basically it's going from like point two, point three megabits per second to a hundred megabits per second at, at any given time. And that's not even extrapolating. That's what it does. That's that's legitimate reading. And uh, so we replace the the modem. And it's still doing it. So I call them again and I'm on the phone with them that night for another hour and a half and they send a technician out and the technician comes to the apartment and he's like, oh, the line in this back bedroom is is not good. So let's just move it out here and that'll fix the issue. So we move it out here. And because of the the sort of the dynamic of, of what it's doing, you can never really tell right away whether or not it's doing it. You have to use the internet for a while, and then it'll start shitting on you. Right. And uh, so we thought it was fixed, and then within an hour and a half later, it's doing the same thing. And we call them again, and they're like, oh, well, uh, you know, that's just a problem with the these modems. I'm <laughs> like, what? Right. That's just a problem with these modems. So I go and I get a new modem. Brand I go new, buy a new modem. Right. And uh, we have it connected to now the the one aspect of mystery here is is it our router is our router doing it? Well, I can I get this new modem. We connect it to our router, which is a pretty high quality router, yeah. and it's still doing it. So I'm like, fuck it, let's just connect, reconnect the the Comcast modem, and connect all of our stuff to that modem, and maybe that the solve Wi-Fi it. aspect. Right, right. We our our router is not even connected. Cables going everywhere, connecting to what needs the internet, right? Right to the router, and it's still doing it. And we don't we don't have we have no solution. It's just we can't stream anything. We can't really be in an Xbox Live party for any length of period or any length of time. Well, we corrected by uh, well, we didn't correct it, but the the extent I went to right. was of course look up what's going on. And it's like IP the internet protocol. 
version four is standard. It has been standard for years now. And then for, for those who don't know, it's just what you've usually been using for varying speeds. It can only hold so much. And as I understand it, the internet protocol from what this guy explained online, what that means is it's you get a signal that's coming through at a certain speed that your routers will bounce it around to what devices need it. Right. So, but they have to corroborate that internet protocol and thus why it's called internet protocol with other sites. In other words, other sites have to meet this code speed. Right. The speed at which this fluctuates. So, but apparently they came out with IPv6, which is an upgrade. Internet protocol six, where you don't have to worry about stuff like your net type, your network type, whether it's open, moderate, or restricted. IPv6 gets rid of that. Right. Everyone is on the same level again at these fast speeds because it's like an open highway. I was like, okay. Well, the router says we have both IPv4 and IPv6. And the truth is, is that we fucking don't. Right. We have IPv, go fuck yourself. And because when you check it, when the router said we had it, I did the test online. So did online corroborate it. Right. Well, the moment I hardwired everything into the router, it no longer had it. So we don't have it. And the way I figured it's because the wireless is faster than what we have, than the wired. That's true. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, well, let's try it wireless. Wireless isn't reporting anything but IPv4, which means the wireless isn't updated yet. Right. And and that's, by the way, that's Comcast then. So for everyone listening that we just boggled your brain, bottom line, Comcast isn't on the fucking ball, nor does Comcast fucking care. No. And more importantly, it doesn't matter whether you're on IPv4 6 or 4 or 2 or go fuck yourself. The point is, when you pay for an internet signal to go through your line to your device to their own modem, it's supposed to be at a consistent speed. Right. If it's not at a consistent speed, they're working on an upgrade in your area that impacts everybody. You get an alert to your phone to tell you that expect speeds to slow down. You get peace of mind. This is temporary. That'll yeah. go away. If it's happening in your house to such a degree that's impacting what you're doing, then you're supposed to call them. They come out and fix it. Right. And uh, I was streaming at the lowest possible quality. Yeah. So, like, they give you, like, before this was going on, I was, I'm, I'm going to butcher this, but I, I was streaming at, like, 2,500 kilobits per second, I believe. And I could be wrong on that, but the number was, like, 2,500. Right. Now I'm at 400, and that is the lowest possible recommended speed and i still can't stream a steady stream it's jacked man yeah after like five or six minutes it'll just lag and then disconnect and and our previous podcast we recorded a podcast earlier i'm i'm just online on my computer just surfing the web trying to go back and forth between web pages to read information and i'm losing internet signal where i just the page won't load no connection and then 10 seconds later it pops back up and we know what it is. The original guy we had over a year and a half ago, two years ago, I think, mm-hmm. said flat out the main line Comcast has to this complex. It's eroded. It's taken in water. Right. And the, and it'll freeze. And if that line freezes, you're going to get an intermittent signal, which right. is exactly what's going and, on. And uh, here's the other thing, too. When you talk about that, I, I work with someone that lives two doors down from us. And when I mentioned what was going on, she's like, oh, yeah, that happens to us, too, all the time. Yep. And I'm like, hmm, that's interesting that you in the same building have the exact same fucking problem. Yeah, it's something I'm certain it's only interesting to <laughs> us, but yeah, it's a pain in the ass Anyways, at this point. Anyways, <laughs> Comcast is shit, and for the amount of money that we pay, like, I would rather get 25 megs of consistent speed for 50 bucks a month than pay what we pay for 100 megs 
On a dirty shop? No, I'm just saying, like, yeah. I would rather do that, you know? It, it just doesn't make sense to me to pay a company for shitty service. Right, top speed that you may get. Right. That, yeah, your your speed does match that, but I can't maintain connection. Then what's the point? Right. Anyways. So, a bunch of people died, right? That was kind of fucked up. You're talking about 2016's mass murder. Yeah, right? yeah. They decided to kill everyone cool. That, uh, that sucks, right? <laughs> well, you know... uh I hate to say this. I was talking to my mom about it. It's fitting. It's it's kind of cruel to say it, but I told mom, you know, you're supposed to go before me. That's kind of the deal. Right. And a lot of your heroes that you listen to and enjoyed that brought entertainment and art to your life, it makes sense that those who are older than you are checking out before you. Yeah, and absolutely. Some, and some before your time, but let's face it, if you're rich in Hollywood back in the 70s, <laughs> you you paid with more than your money. Yeah. To have some of those experiences. I mean, your life was getting taxed. I'm not marginalizing them at all. I think they were great people entitled to a long and fulfilling life. But honestly, the phrase is, you know, you can either go through life at what? A slow, a slow but steady pace. Right. And, and get to the end of the race or you burn like a star. Yeah. And it's sad to see them go. It sucks. But yeah, well, you know, every year people uh, pass away and, uh, you know, it always sucks when someone we like or someone that we, like, feel like, oh, I feel like I know that person. I mean, you know, you, especially if you knew that person, you know, and, if it was your friend or family. And putting under the statistic that my sister hit me with, she's like, did you know over 780 people died in Chicago alone? Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. To murder? Murders, yeah. I was, I sat there and went, I suddenly don't it feel was, as bad. It was uh, 778 or 788 murders in Chicago. We are from the Myrtle, we are from the murder capital. Where murder happens for capital. That's, Myrtle Beach. That's that's where it's from. Uh, <laughs> we're from Chiberia. Yeah. Chiberia. Chirac. Chirac. All sorts of cute little names yeah. about murder. I live in the suburbs, so no one's trying to kill me. I don't know. Nobody's trying to kill you in the city either. We've no, been there enough. No, that's, no. Nobody. Uh, no one cares. No. No. Yeah, we have uh, we have Trump for president. And uh, I think we we did like that was already a thing. We said when we, we came break. back, we're going to do part two uh-huh of the trump politico obviously that's uh-huh. not this we got to warm up tune up yeah. demand yeah absolutely i don't want to rush back into that i actually um i want to see i want to give it like 90 days and yeah. see what happens in the first 90 days of this guy's presidency to give it time to hang him right because he hasn't actually even gotten into the white house yet well what do you think about the fact all right i'm actually going to take the first on this mm-hmm. i just want to be picked apart or you're with me on this right i think if you got into office and they prove if the fbi and cia prove hey your election was influenced uh-huh. by an external party uh-huh. of another nation. Here's what I'm going to say to that. If you, the person who uh, who won the election, if you participated in that, if you perpetuated that, if you paid right. for that, I'm going to hold it against you. Right. If you didn't, uh, I'm just a guy who ran for president. It's not my fault that these assholes back here happen to like me and want me to win. I didn't tell them to do it. I didn't pay him to do it. Here's here's the understanding of that, though. Do you really feel like I agree with you? They have to prove that right. Trump colluded. Oh yeah, absolutely. To have that going on, right? Right. And well, also they, the same mentality, though. That I mean, that's why when you run for office, you want to do it to a certain level of decorum. Right. You know what I mean? At least don't let it publicly be known. But if you fucked up and let it be known, uh huh. And that and that's what happened, and that's what's going on. Well, and and you know what? I I agree with you on a on like a personal level. I say, like, you, you shouldn't be a piece of shit jagoff and run for president. 
<laughs> you shouldn't be an overt piece of shit Jagoff because most of them, honestly, let's face it, kind of are that. Right. But but to be an overt and at the end of the day, the guy won. And uh, did he participate in maybe illegally winning it? We don't know. And well, it's they said flat out both both sides said none of it influenced the voting. Right. That's the important thing that went on. But what I'm saying is this: if you have a president who has foreign power. Mm-hmm that they're rubbing elbows with, and you've proven to not give a fuck about the nation you're running, which he's done that. Yeah, beyond the shadow of a doubt, I would say. Why are we letting a guy who doesn't give a fuck about us run us on behalf of, well, his Russian friends? Well, at the end of the day, it comes down to if we have a problem with it. And I can can say this with all, uh, you know, with a good conscience. The people that support him should be listening to what he's saying now. And they should be talking to people and call, well, number one, they should be kicking themselves in the ass for voting for a guy who outright just bullshitted them and then admitted he bullshitted them. Um, but we also elected other people that basically control whether or not he stays president. Yep. And those people are all going to have their interests served by him. So we're we're looking forward to most likely four years of Trump. Like, it's, it's it's highly it's, unlikely it's he's going to. It's not even most likely it is. Right. And it's not, I'm not even saying crying in your milk about it. What I'm saying is it baffles me that it's, it's, it's a corrupt organization. Yeah. It was corrupt before this, though. But it this was, is but overt. It, but they lied to you. Right. They were like, we're not corrupt. See what you're getting, but you're corrupt. Right. This is like, fuck you. We're corrupt. <laughs> we're corrupt, and, and now this guy's not even trying to hide it. Do something about it. Right. Exactly. Is, is what that's stating. Exactly. You know? and, and, and to me... I don't know. As a citizen of the United States, I know, my patriotism's gone. Well, it's gone. I've I've uh, I've never really been a patriot per oh, se, I, and, and and I'll I'll explain why. Um, I mean, I didn't have any control over where I was born, and um, I think America's a great place to live. I have the freedom to do this, but I don't. I don't. I'm not big on a, like pledging allegiance to things. It's, just because it's, they are what they are. It's it's sort of an existence defining thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. I live here. Do I feel that some of the reasons, some of the things that the people stand for around me, I hope I get along with. I hope I agree with who runs where I'm at. Right. I hope this works out. And and if you don't, the answer is simple. Leave, right? No. Oh, no. No. It's no. Not. No, exactly. It's, it's, it's completely not. I've never felt more non-happy to be an American citizen than I am now. Yeah. And that, I mean, for all sorts of reasons. And I, mean, I, I can't fault you for that at all. And I mean, another overt reason is what they did to, you know, Standing Rock. Mm-hmm. That situation, you know. And then there were people trying to say, well, Standing Rock, blah, they just want more money. It's like, I don't, I don't think that at all. I, I think maybe they just don't want uh, toxic oil right. going through their drinking water and also probably don't want their land. Like, I'm to the point on that where I, I actually signed up and actually was getting... Uh, petition sent to me directly in my email, you know, sacrificing that. Right. Uh, what I would do, I almost went there. Well, you should have. I was, no, I was in Seattle with Kelly <laughs> right. and had to ask it, but we didn't need to. Literally, they said, don't worry about it. We got vets coming. Right. I know one of the vets who went there. You know, you do too. Chris Vickers, he mm-hmm. went there yeah. to stand up and defend them and defend their rights. And went. I'm proud as hell of him for doing I that. I should. I really had a problem with the concept of uh, l- law enforcement defending the quote unquote rights of a business. Right. Of a company. Like, to me, it seems backwards. I'm just happy that it didn't go the way it looked like it was going to go. 
Yeah, it, it still wasn't good. It's right. It wasn't good. No. But I had th- honestly thought it was going to be open fire. On oh, the side. I thought so too. I thought it was going to be a lot worse. And it was, you know, and I was, you know, there's a little fear there for that, but I'm glad it, it went the way it did for the moment. And it's not over. Like they got to stay, so to speak, but at least now, right. you know, I feel enough attention has been brought to it that it'll be brought to court. Both sides heard out and they will have, it may not be what both sides want, but at least it'll be handled. You know what I mean? Yep. Appro- appropriately. Not a swept under the rug, go fuck yourself type of way. <laughs> we we can hope. We definitely can hope that that's the case. Um, so. We don't have the greatest track record of um, dealing with Native Americans in this country. So, and that's that's another log on the fire, in my opinion. It's oh yeah, it's the way yeah, it goes. Absolutely, absolutely. You know? And to address things, uh, since we're just going round robin on it, you know, there's there's a thing that I kind of got with myself. I, I learned from me. I'm kind of weirded out by the whole. Uh, identify with other set, other genders i'm weirded out by it and i'm weirded out in the sense of i've i've never had a problem with it uh-huh. i've no, always known it was there and i never brought it up but you know in in a, in, a, in a way i was called out for marginalizing it mm-hmm. you know and i was like oh, okay i guess i guess we're on the same level like it bothered me it still bothers me because i feel that as a human Let's put it not to that. Let's say you don't like peanut butter and jelly with crust. We don't like crust in your sandwich. Right. Right. And we all make lunches. You know, we're going to work and whatever, doing our thing. And some days I'll, I'll make your lunch because I'm making a sandwich anyway. And I'm just running out because I go to work before you. Mm-hmm. Other days you take care of it for me. But no matter who did it, I always made sure your crusts were off the sandwich. Okay. I just never brought attention to it. Okay. And then one day we're at a party and someone goes, you know, man, just fucking think it's weird. That these fucking idiots, you know, who can't have the crust on my sandwich. It's fucking stupid. You know, everyone eating. And then other people are like, yeah, well, wait a second. Wait a second. He has rights to have crust off his sandwich. And that's uh-huh. right. And I'm like, I understand why it's a big deal. Like, if you don't want the crust in your sandwich, just cut them off. And if you want them, right. leave them on. Can we go to the next topic now? And that's, I feel that because I marginalize that, like, to me, that need to be diffused. Mm-hmm. And to me, this is one of those things that does need to be diffused because... I think anyone, if, if I identify with being a woman and choose to be that and everyone around me is cool with it, I'm cool with it. Then the person who says, Hey man, the fuck are you? That's the person that gets talked to. Right. You know what I mean? That's what you do. But what you don't do is to the person goes, Oh, Hey, Roberta, how's it going? And shakes my hand. I don't go, you don't like calling me Roberta, do you? You have an issue with me being a Roberta. <laughs> where is this coming from? Do you get what I'm saying? I do get what you're saying, but where is this coming from? Because I've, I've been reading a lot uh, into the incident, the, the quote unquote so-called prosecutive incidents right. where people have been like marginal, you know, going against those folk. Uh-huh. And I was like, you know, it's, it's possible that every incident that you've been in, those are assholes. Right. And not even possible. Those guys are assholes. Right. And they need to be ones to talk to you, but you shouldn't go out of your way to make, a video, a life, like, like to me, I guess I'll state this. I don't feel you have to make such a huge statement that's so easily fixed. Does that make sense? Um, I guess. I mean, at the end of the day, for me, I don't really, it's, it's not something that I've had to deal with. And I just don't feel that I, I really have much of an authority to, to comment on it. You know, I just authority. What I mean by a, what I mean by authority is like, uh, it's it's very rare that I've ever encountered knowingly anybody that like identifies as a different gender or any of that stuff. And um, when I do, I'll admit a lot of times, uh, you know, I think people are weird, and I don't think that that's wrong. 
I don't think that that's anything out of the ordinary for human behavior, but I just try to do what I can to not draw attention to it because I think that there's plenty of people that interact with me and they're probably like, that dude's fucking weird. Uh, I don't know what he's on or what he's about, but whatever, that's him. I'm gonna let him do his thing. Right. And, and that's just kind of how I feel about it. Like, because like gender identity is not an issue for me. Uh, I don't feel the need to identify as anything. I'm a guy. I have what I understand to be normal guy outlooks and preponderances and desires and tastes, etc. So that whole issue, it's not really an issue for me. I'm not saying it's less of an issue for people that have it. I'm just saying for me, because I don't know what it's like to be like uh, marginalized based on gender. I just don't have anything to say about it. You know, it's just like, I don't know what you struggle with. I'll do my best to make sure I don't f- right. fuck your day up. Right. You know, I'm not going to stop you or, you know, treat you I differently. I was in your boat until I came across a video right. and participated in some discussions where the video was talking about how they're being persecuted uh-huh. or they're being, you know, treated a certain some <clears throat> type of way. Right. But the video was written to people who don't say anything. Like? You don't stand up for them. Okay. I mean, and, and I, I, so, so from that perspective... I get that people want to be defended. Um, I don't feel it's my job to defend you. I don't. I don't feel it's my job to defend anyone except the defenseless. And so, to that end, understanding that angle. Right. So so maybe I'm a piece of shit because that's how I feel. I don't think you're a piece of shit. I think you're someone who doesn't, who's not in that situation like you've said. Exactly. But I also think that even if you're in that situation, I got to believe that a rational human being in that situation goes, well, let's think about it. Were you beat up because of this? Yes, I was physically right. beat up. Because, hence, you're, hence you're defenseless. Because because I'm a dude who identifies being a girl, so I, I wanted, I'm addressing a girl being a girl. I enjoy doing that. And when I went out, these five guys took offense, jumped me, and beat the shit yeah. out of me. Okay. Were those guys arrested? Yes. Okay. Did you press charges? Yes. Okay. So that was handled then. Right. They're in trouble for it. That's what it is. I don't know, but there's still other people out there. Who are, okay. So, all right. That's, you're being a victim. Right. Because I, I, I don't, even, I don't disagree with you. Even if it wasn't you, I could get jumped by five guys. It's the same thing. I, I have been jumped by five guys right? and you get, no one was like, don't beat up Nathan. So you're with that logic with me then. <laughs> I'm not trying to get right, you to get right. on board, but that's my logic behind right. it. What I feel is, is that if you were, if you're gay and someone comes at you and jumps you and beats you, but then it's the whole town is like, you know, you get the cop and the cops looking at you or you just, the cop comes over and he doesn't ask you to press charges. You would to tell him you're going right. to press charges. And then you, you know, he kind of acted like he didn't hear it and you had to go out of your way to do it. That story needs to be told. Sure. If every yeah. step of the way you're being harassed right. for it and that's what it is, I get that. And I can get behind that right. and I'm willing to stand up right. for you because that's bullshit. Right. You should have the same entitlement, Nate getting jumped or Bob getting jumped. Yeah, absolutely. It, or anybody, anybody, anybody encountering is. physical violence for any reason, I feel like, yeah, you, you there, that shouldn't be a thing. But in my lifetime, I can tell you that it's it's not unusual for me to be hanging out with commonly a girl who wants to be a guy or a guy who wants to be identified as a girl. I've known quite a few in my day. Uh-huh. We, I, I'm, I'm sorry to say this I'm storyteller for a LARP and not sorry as I'm embarrassed by them, but because in LARP, that's quite common. Yeah. And there's more than a few that came out to find a sense of identity yeah. to talk about it. They had to talk to me because they didn't understand how I would treat them at game. And I told them, you tell me if you feel uncomfortable or awkward because nobody should care. Right. No one's going to care. You're playing a character. This is what we're doing. Vice versa. At workplace, I've encountered this. I've, I've encountered right. it. It's just people feel comfortable around me for some type of way and don't have a problem being them. But I had 
I didn't even blinders on. I was like, you're part of the world. Yeah. There's no big deal. And I think it's because you, uh, as a, as a person who has sort of like a more evolved mindset, you probably encounter people like that and you don't think anything of it because you have no reason not to accept them. Right. Uh, just people are people and they come in all, every different shape, size, category, everything you could think of. And, you know, in a lot of ways, I would say I'm the same way. At the end of the day, if you feel like you're being oppressed, I'll, I'll back you. I'll sure. defend you, you know, but I'm, I'm not going to jump out and add, I'm not going to be, uh, you know, like going to parades and, and like causing a ruckus with people because uh, like, I don't know. I don't understand. Like, what do you want me to do? Do you want me to like. You're saying you want to do something where you know you have an impact, that it's making a difference. You don't want to be just another voice in the crowd that may or may not have an impact. I'm not going to go out of my way to start arguments with people that I didn't know otherwise, because I don't, I don't, it's not my fight. It's not my struggle. And I'm not going to go online and hunt down people that have ignorant thoughts, because I really, I don't understand, aside from like advocating for a person or advocating for a group of people just in your general life, what would you have other people do? And and honestly, from being one where I've had to do that, where I have done that, and I still will do that for uh -huh. people, what it comes from me is I have a strong sense of defending people who can't defend themselves. Right, exactly. And I have a strong sense of, I know what it's like to be, you're the only one. Yeah, and and I don't disagree with you. And when I think of that, I remember, and this and this is this is why this video offended me. Uh -huh. And the first, and, I'm, and, and I'll admit, for the first minute and a half is what I listened to. It was one of these videos where, where, where a girl or a guy, I don't know, could have been either, very cute person, was up there talking about, being, you know, one way or the other gender wise, I forget the specifics, but I remember mm -hmm. the, basically the way, the way that we're talking was you walk around all day, like we don't exist and we're here and you know, that, da, 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 we need your help, this, that, and the other thing. Yeah. But and, that's uh, that's like ridiculous. And, and I sat there and I heard it and I went, okay, I get why this video is here. Yeah. I get why it's on Facebook from God of all places. I get why I get what you're saying. I get what you're feeling, but the emotion I'm getting is almost accusatory. Right, exactly. Like I'm reading this and I'm, I'm being accused. It's because designed I never, to shame you into I, doing I never, something. Right. I never realized that I wasn't helping you. And I was like, I thought you were cool in the gang. Right. Like you're over here. Okay. So, you know, I put on, I did, I did my messaging mm -hmm. and my messaging came across and admittedly came across unsensitive, insensitive. And so I took it down and whatever. And it put me at cross odds with a very close friend of mine. And I heard him out and we, we came to reason. And when I thought about it, I was like, I could have put that better, but in me, it's not in me. I have a spine and my spine said, fuck this person, you know, and 12 people that look like him or her, whoever it was, right. because in my head, all I could think of, and this is very selfish of me. I remember being the only black kid in the entire town where they hated black people. The only one. Right. And if I went on a limb to, to segregate myself further by saying, be black and be proud. This is who I am. Screw you guys for not standing up for me and whatever, instead of going the smart way, which, which is what I did, befriending more than a few. Learning to accept them. And hey, man, why do you hate black people so much? What's the real reason? Oh, well, they're drugs and stuff. Man, I don't even know the first thing about drugs. Right. I don't even know about gangbanging. I don't know the first thing about raping nobody. I never would. I never do. Well, all right. Well, I guess. And it took time, but I netted friends out of that town mm -hmm. that changed families, that changed lives, that changed mentalities. Right. And I know that had more of an effect, and people were proud to have known me in that town versus what I saw. Right. And that's why I took offense. And I know that's why it still sticks in me, because the this leads to the 
other aspect of it. Now I'm still, now I'm trapped in a world where I will get emails and messages about, well, you stood up for these causes. What about these causes? Right. Fat people are being marginalized against, and we need your help, Bob. You happen to be fat. It's very hard will you to. Be our, will you be our voice? And I'm like, no, you're fat. Find a treadmill. It's very hard to marginalize a fat person. That was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, no, you know. I said that you missed me. I just thought about it. I was like, margin? So are you big, referring right. to margin? Cause yeah, because they're so big. I know uh, if you meant to cook them. No, no. Like, like you know, put them in the margins because they're so right. big. You know, anyways, bad joke. Doesn't matter. Um. I look at it like this, uh, you know, if there's something that we're voting on for rights, I'm going to vote, I'm going to participate. If there is a situation that I see in front of me that I, I find to be morally questionable, you're beating someone up for any reason, really, I'm going to say something, I'm going to do something, I'm going to try to stop that. But uh, don't shame me into living the way you live. Right. The idea of this country is we have freedom. We have the freedom to think and do as we choose. So long as it doesn't break the law, right? That's a pretty uh, accurate portrayal of of what our lives are like in this That's country. That's what the law states. That's not what society states. Right. Well, fuck what society states. Because at the end of the day, as long as I'm not hurting you, as long as I'm not breaking the law, I have the right to do what I what I want to do. And I I agree with anybody has the right to choose to be whoever they want to to live the life that they want to live. But don't shame me into. Anything. Into your advocacy. I don't even know you. Right. You know, what What do you want me to do? <laughs> like, I just don't, I have, a, I have a life to live. I have a job. Like, I have to pay my bills. These are the things that are important. If you have a policy, you're going to put it to vote, I'm in. Otherwise, I, I ain't got time. Uh, I don't, I don't care enough. It's just to me, I feel that there's a lot of, there's, there's anger mm -hmm. that is learning to find a voice. But is it necessary? And it's necessary to have a voice in anything where you feel you're getting the short end of the right. stick. Stand up and be recognized. But I think there's a way to go about it. Yeah. And unfortunately, that very statement that I have a voice regardless, that's that, that to me has been become distasteful. For instance, stand up for something great, but not everyone's Harriet Tubman. Does that make sense? <laughs> yes, more more importantly, <laughs> if all you are is angry, are you really carrying a message of worth other right, than that right. anger? I don't. And there's a lot of messages of anger that I'm getting and not enough information in what they're trying I, to I say. Think, I think for, for a person like me or a person like you who has been a quote-unquote victim based on appearance, based on whatever, based on you know color of your skin or the, the way that you choose to dress or the way that you talk, I know for me... Every hardship that I ever had, I had to overcome myself. Right. I I had to deal with bullying at a time where bullying wasn't a thing. It was right. just that's what people do. I still can't get around it. Right. It's it, you you got bullied? No, just just walk away. That was that was a solution. Just just so people that are listening to this, people that are in their 20s or maybe people older that don't remember what it was like to be bullied or maybe they were the bully and when, never right bullied. when you when you got beat up or you got jumped or you got tortured by people based solely on their desire to cause you pain the solution scholastically the solution from institutional levels was just walk away just just walk away just whatever you're doing stop doing it and i'm not saying that that's right it's obviously not right. It's not right to blame the victim for, for any, anything that happens to them. 
But for someone who's had to overcome that themselves, this like shouting at the top of your lungs for other people to come to your aid when really you, you have, everything is on your side. No one in society is like, no, it's cool to fuck you. And the people that are saying that are, are shitheads. Yeah. No, no one is, is looking at those people and going, yeah, those, those people are great. That's just not a thing. Everybody I ever heard of who said just walk away was somebody who just didn't want a problem they had to deal with. Right. They didn't want to deal with the drama. They didn't care and, about what you were right, going And through. didn't give a shit about you. You know, I, I understand very deeply what it's like to be bullied. And uh, I also know what it's like to have to deal with that, to, to be as strong as possible and to move on. And, you know, not to sound cheesy, but things eventually did get better. Because you you get past it, I I don't. It's not. I'm not saying it's a solution. I just don't. I can't be your advocate for every fucking issue. I'm the worst. If I were ever a parent, I'd be the worst at it because I can only tell them what worked for me, and that's beat the shit out of the guy who bullied me. <laughs> right. I don't. And then and then if and then if you get your ass kicked, beat the shit out of him again when he's not expecting it. Yeah, I have no solutions. My solution was to fucking drop out of school. You know, so I don't. I don't really have my solution was don't ever be at school. Do a lot of drugs. Can't explain something to you why I back that opinion of beat the shit out of them. They're the people picking on you are only doing what would happen in a smaller. Like if you look at a little little wolf cubs, right? Yeah. They bite each other. It's dominance right. games. They fuck around. It's a dominance game. They're just trying to assert who they are and get that across. And unfortunately, and it's a socially acceptable. It's just nature to try to subjugate someone you feel inferior, or weak right. to you, to verify who you are. It's up to the person who you're bullying to assert who they are to let you know that they're an equal. Yeah. That's that's what it is, and if they don't, then they'll never be seen as anything until they do. Typically, and, and the fact is, and if you tell them to just walk away, you're telling them to accept your place. Right? No, absolutely. That's that's the truth of the matter. That's uh, and and walking away, you know, just ignore it. Eventually, they'll just stop. That that worked about never. And there's ways you can make fun of the bully. You can talk to them out like out loud to shame them, and that's kind of a way to do it. But I gotta tell you. Nothing was more satisfying than going right at him. The only thing that ever stopped me from getting picked on physically was punching the shit out of another person. That's the truth. And and I uh, I don't advocate it necessarily. I don't say it's a good thing to do. But I, I did it. I can't say I don't advocate it. I did it. And that's not. I'm not saying it is for right. you, but that's how I feel. There's a sense of I can't tell you to do what I did. What I you know. But what I can do is not offer it to you. Right. As a solution, you know, Daddy, right. I was exactly. done. Well, what do you feel you need to do, son? Well, I'm really angry and I'm upset. Well, do you feel, I mean, you told me as a parent, I can go talk to him if you want. No, I don't want you to talk to him. Would you like me to talk to the, to the teacher? Right. I don't know. And if they say no, I'd be like, are you, you want to handle it? Do you, can you think of a way to handle it? Well, mm, and then, but if he turns around and asks me what to do. Let me, let me ask you a question. What are you in control of? What, what specifically do you have control over? Myself. Right. It's a trick question. The only thing that you can do is you can live a certain way and treat people a certain way. Right. At the end of the day, neither of us are in any position of authority. But what you can do is you can live as an example to other people. Like when you see if somebody's like, oh, he's fucking these people that do this, whatever it is, pick A, B or C. Don't just let people speak that way. You know, say something. If you feel a different way, say something. Well, you know? that's what we do as adults. I can right. say that you and me translating that. A lot of people see us picking on folk or digging into them. It's because they stepped wrong. They right. spoke wrong or they stepped wrong. And it's it's the first stage of you need to 
kind of redress what you're doing. Right. And, you know, we'll be the first to tell you calmly and cool and, you know, no big deal. We made fun of you, but here's why we made fun of you. In my personal life, I don't have any problem dressing people down for doing dumb shit. Exactly. I don't. And that's on both sides of the spectrum. Okay. If you're going to, if you're going to physically verbally attack someone because of the differences of their person, you're a fuck and I'm going to dress you down for it. By the same token, if you come at me and tell me how I need to be living based on how you've chosen to live, I'm going to dress you down too. Cause that's stupid shit. I don't, I don't want to hear your stupid shit and make your stupid shit. My law goes both ways. If you come at someone with a violent tendency, you're, you know, in public, you it's hit an, somebody. You it's know. an ideal. I applaud you for having it, but I know for I, I know for a fact. This is where I told you is like that's what the law states. Mm-hmm. It's not what society states because right. society makes it as adults. Now, there's all sorts of word games, head games, and advantages that are to be gained by playing along. I don't play no fucking head games, bro. Right, I know, but I just it's like, fucking stand here. I said this. I said this when I was in <laughs> Seattle, just kind of chewing the fat. Right, and we were talking about every adult conversation is about moving up in, in your job and your career. What's the next steps for you? Uh-huh. When I was talking about, I said I'd be fine if I learned to get along. I'd right. be fine if I learned to keep my head down. But the truth of the matter is this: I'm the worst. I'm terrible at keeping my head down. I'm not. I'm not any good at it. I'm the guy who you tell me, "Hey, Bob, this month we have to hit this quota. Cool, we're doing two hundred percent." And everybody looks at me. We can't do two hundred percent. And I and and the person who said that, well, I know who's not willing to try. <laughs> For you, everyone, you, you're you're far too aggressive. <laughs> everyone who's quiet, cool. We're gonna find a way. And goddamn it, tell me I'm wrong though, Nate. You worked for me when a quota was given, and I'm like, we're gonna beat the shit out of this quota. I mean, we did our best. Did we not hit two hundred percent more than once? Yeah. No, absolutely. Right. Made record breaking. Fuck. And why? Absolutely. Well, you know, it's it's just. Uh, I don't know. I mean, some people are good at leading other people and, and pushing them. And, and It's not just me patting myself on the back because it's never been that. For mm-hmm. me, it's always been realizing the potential in the people around me right. is a reflection of the potential in myself. Yeah. And once you do that and make them a part of that, they can seize the day. Anything can happen. And more importantly, it's how you take a loss. If we take a loss together but with chin up and with ideas looking forward, that's a keeper. Because you learn and then you do better. Yeah, and I can agree with you. How this all relates full circle back to even the Trump thing is the fact that we didn't get the president we wanted, but we got this president now and he's a fuck up and he's a liar and he talks about both sides of his face mm-hmm. and you can't trust them. And Putin, he likes to finger bang on the weekend. Boop, boop, boop. Fantastic. Which is cool. Right. You, you know, know, do his thing. I like to but, finger bang in the woods. But That's cool. we don't know what he's going to do. No. He hasn't had time to do anything yet. You can't change that he's going to have that opportunity. So because of that, I say, let, let's figure it out. Right. right now, we're at a low point, and we're going to figure it out from there. But the fact is, is that you have two choices. You can either say, I'm not going to hit anything. Here, here's what or, the... Go ahead. Go oh, ahead, finish. Sorry. Or participate. Here, here's, here's the thing, really what I'm trying to say at the end of the day about all this stuff. I refuse to be a fucking armchair uh, activist. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'm not going to post shit on Facebook about the plights of other people, because it's literally the least you can do. If I'm passionate about something, I follow it to the ends of the earth. Sure. Okay. I, I understand the things that were going on with Native Americans and, uh, you know, South Dakota, North Dakota, all that stuff with the pipeline. I just don't have it in me to go and, and be an activist with them. I, I don't, <laughs> I don't, you know, and I signed up, I posted, right. I gave money. I do, and and, I'm, and, I'm, and I'm I won't I won't that. begrudge anybody that does that, but I won't do it. It's not it's not in me to to tell other people 
on Facebook or the internet about, you know, how I want to be an activist for this cause and just kind of say it, not do it. You know, you want to protest, go protest, go make change, go talk to people. If you don't, don't. And at the end of the day, it's your fucking choice. So cause I'm a little confused. So like, you're not willing to be like, okay, cool. I can't do it, but I'm not willing to be a halfway. No, I'm not. I'm not willing to be a halfway. You're at, saying if you can't go all in, you ignore right. it. Right. I'm not, well, it's not even ignore it. You know, I want to stay informed, but I'm not just going to go online and, and, you know, check into this location to show my support. If you want to show support, quit your fucking job and go. All right. I won't go that far. Cause that's a bit. And that's I can understand. Pretty, that's I'm not extreme. telling you. And I'm not telling you. Bottom line is, I'm not telling you. You have to share my opinion, you know. But I'm not willing to do this half-assed internet horseshit. I'm not willing to do it. I'm not going to post on Facebook about all the problems and wear this pin to show my support. It doesn't fucking do anything. Well, it does because because socially it did unite people uh, to get the word out about what was happening in Standing Rock to sign enough petitions to get enough votes. I I feel to like get, to get the political people in the know to know to I, get Barack Obama to note. I feel like more so the people there probably to, had something. It, it to do wasn't. With that. It was to get the veterans to come do it. It was them to get acknowledged. And and that's, and that's that's, that's fine to me. That's 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 just what it is. Is that it happened quicker. Mm-hmm. because it hit the social media first and and i can get that but i'm i it's not something i'm interested in doing sure and i i don't i don't see the value in doing it i feel like if you want to be an advocate go be an advocate if you don't you know s- s- scanning your facebook page and, and hitting a like button to me is, is horseshit while you're taking a pee you know on your lunch break to me that's not that's not doing anything. I definitely think you can anything. do more, but I, I, I think the do more is, you know, sign your petitions. Like you said, you, you said yourself, you bring me the petition, I'll sign it. Right. I'll stand it, but that's taking part. Put it to vote. I'll vote. You right. know, that's, but that's, that's, but that's I'll participate in the system, but you didn't have to quit your job right. to do that. Right. And, and, and I, what I'm saying is to me, having a bunch of like pet sort of, uh, you know, things that bug you pet projects, like to me, it's kind of disingenuine. It's if, if you want to be, uh, you know, an activist, be an activist. Don't be an internet activist. Don't sit at your computer and twit, tweet bullshit. Twit. That, that, that sounded really old, like I was an old person. It does make you old, but it's... <coughs> the fact, fact of the matter is, is that the Facebook, any social media, is a tool to be an activist on because it gets awareness out. That's the point of any activism is to get awareness to affect change, to get enough people to side with you to get people to recognize to change something. Yeah, that's, that's I the, definitely that, that's agree. You, and you, no, you're fine. And you're and you're saying be a soldier, go out there and do it. That's and what I'm and saying. There, and there are definitely those too. Right, right. Is, is, is what I'm saying. And I, I takes, can get behind that. Both. I can get behind both. that. Uh, just for me, the, the 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 internet activism just doesn't doesn't cut it for me. It's not something I'm willing to participate in because to me it doesn't seem like a genuine thing. I got him. That's what I did. I opened the door and walked into it. And I'm not going to say I wish I didn't because something very positive came out of it. But I will say not everything is a cause. Yeah. No, it's, that's, and that's what I'm saying. At the end of the day, like your cause is your cause and I'll support your right to have that cause, but I'm not obligated to support it as well. Right. I don't, I don't necessarily feel every person needs a chaperone. I just don't feel that. So anyways, that's our alienating segment of our podcast. It is. (laughs) Alienation. (laughs) So, um, we're, uh, we're going to be doing this weekly back we're back on our schedule um i think we're kind of just knocking the dust off getting yeah. what's not maybe as entertained to some out yeah, of the way yeah we i mean we haven't we haven't really sat down and talked and had like a conversation in over 
30 days. Yeah, so, yeah. like, aside from the podcast we did just a few minutes ago or an hour ago, which really is different than this because that's just like we have an, an idea. Right, right. We, well, it's not even dick and fart jokes. It's just like a review. You know, it's like almost <laughs> automatic. Like, we know what we're going to talk about and it's not conversational so much. But this is a little bit more conversational. But uh, we also haven't seen Rogue One yet. No, no, we like we're it. we're we're totally uh, lacking on nerd cred lately. There's been a lot of nerd cred. I mean, it's the holidays. The holidays do that. There's been right. so much going on with families and and just that time of year where things get put on hold and get shelved. Right, and got to get back at the grind. Right, there's all these top ten lists that come out. You got to watch, and I I, I want to personally state I am not a fan of those. Top just, 10 list? No, and I don't I don't really ever want to do them for this podcast, if that's okay. You're not a fan of Mojo, then? No, I like WatchMojo.com. I'm not a fan of, like, the year-end. I'm not a fan of it as in it's something I want to do because uh, so many fucking sites do it. Got it. How, how hard is it to differentiate yourself from other top 10 or top 5 lists? It's simple. You just talk about what you would have on a top 10 list right. without organizing it in any sort of way. Right. And that's just like not something I want to do. So that's that. I, I'm no top 10 list for the year. I'm, so I'm for only. a little tidbit, if you haven't seen Conjuring 1 and 2. No, I haven't. I'd watch them. They're good. What are they? The Conjuring 1 is a story about the two famous, uh, the, the first real paranormal investigators that the United States had. Uh huh. And they went. Their most famous one is that they went and did the Amityville haunting. Okay. No, I think I have heard. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Now they, I, now they I... went and did that. But there's a series of movies of based around their most famous ones they did. One was the Amityville haunting. The other one was the the Bell Witch, which yeah. is what the Conjuring was on. If I got that right. And then the Conjuring Two was based on that. And another one is Annabelle. But f- fuck all that. The important thing is Conjuring One and Two. <laughs> well, Conjuring One and Two has these two consistent actors that are also. Uh, well, one of them, the guy, is also in uh, Insidious 1 and 2. But uh, the point is, The Conjuring does a great job at showcasing these two paranormal investigators mm-hmm. as not being, like, psychic or anything. They're right. One's a self-proclaimed, well, va- a proclaimed demonologist and a Vatican-recognized demonologist. Which all that means is everything demonic that's been documented and researched, he knows about Right. You know, all those cool books that have all those drawings of demons and rituals, or whatever. Yeah. He got to read those. Yeah, and got my, to see my what those were journal. And he, right, <laughs> right. And he got to see those and whatever. And you kind of get to see what they did. And in the movie, you know, it was, it was kind of cool just to see how they interact with this family going through this terror. Right. And then, of course, they get sucked in and involved in it, too, on a personal level, which makes it even cooler because it ties directly into The Conjuring, too. Right. And that's that's why I like those two. And I'd watch them back to back if you have the ability. Um, you know, and by back to back, not in one night, you don't have to binge. But if you watched it this Friday, next I'd probably Friday, get a binge. Yeah, that's fair. I'm probably uh, gonna binge though. They're good. They're worth it. They're worth remembering and so, seeing. Uh, I I don't know if this was over before we uh, we we broke. Um, did you did you watch Westworld? Yeah, and let me explain something about Westworld, and it's gonna piss off people. And I'm glad it's here. I'm doing it. The show's boring to me. <laughs> the show's boring as fuck to me. I, I find the idea of Westworld, sure, it's interesting. I do not care about your one of your AI robots becoming self-aware and whatever. Right. And they're fighting for it. it, it, it who cares? It's a show about drama with some sci-fi shit in it. And honestly, scrap it. I don't <laughs> care. It's You have no way to keep an audience beyond. I, watched, I found myself watching an episode mm-hmm. hoping to see the cool sci-fi effects. 
but that was it. I didn't give a damn about the plot, the lines that were being said, any of that. Right. And the strongest episode I saw was the first one, only because Anthony Hopkins had a badass line in it. And I don't want to butcher it, but I posted to Facebook once because it was very, very fascinating to me that he said it. It was something relating to like, you know, your art is something you live, not something you do. You know, it's who you are, not what you try to be. And that's what's, you know, it, no, or, or art is something that comes from within. Something that says you are the vessel right. for what's beautiful in your artwork type thing. You know, you're your own source. Mm-hmm. I thought that was cool. Beyond that, I was like, oh, look, it's Westworld and kept falling asleep. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, I, I watched it. I watched it open to close and I have a different opinion. I did like it, but I liked it all the while going, really? <laughs> really? Okay. We'll see where this is going. Like it was a, to me, it was, it was the first episode I thought was boring. <laughs> I fell asleep watching. It didn't initially appeal to me. It was because, uh, you know, it was like, it's 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 sort of painting you the picture like these are things these characters are doing over and over and over again because they're not real people right so it's to kind of show you like okay these are the the fake people in Westworld and that just didn't hold my attention i got bored and i fell asleep but then as i watched the show uh i watched the story unfold and i was like okay i can kind of get into this it's kind of interesting to me but it used a lot of plot devices that I have experienced while playing in role-playing games, tabletop role-playing games, live-action role-playing games, that I see as tools of a not very good storyteller. <laughs> they are indicative of someone who did not prepare ahead of time. And even the asshole who writes the plot for them was an asshole. They're, they're big leaps of logic. They're things where you're, you're – they're unexpected – expected if you get the point like if you get what i mean by that like oh that's really weird that that would be that thing but now that i think about it it kind of makes sense that they would pick that because it's the least plausible solution to the problem and uh, watching it i i'm concerned that it may be a terrible show so ruin it for me was anthony hopkins an ai no no not at all see that's what i figured no he's a real person uh but i'll ruin it for you he dies at the end of the season. Not shocked. Gets his head blown off. Um, did you uh, did you watch it long enough to see the uh, other main character, Bernard? He's AI. Is he the man in the black hat? No, no, that's uh, that's a different guy. Bernard was the guy that is in charge of like the the artificial intelligence. Oh, he was his right hand. Right, he the guy with the glasses right. that was going around. He, yeah, yeah, he is. Uh, artificial intelligence. No, that's shocking. Yeah, he's not. Him. He's not a real person. Um, and uh, they also have this plot that runs through it. Oh, hey, by the way, spoiler alerts. Oh, I don't even care. <laughs> uh, they will put that in the heading. Westworld spoilers. Don't listen. Yeah. Um, but uh, they they have this whole plot where um, I don't remember the character's name now, but uh, like the 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 guy that died. Yeah, you, I'm sure you watched a couple episodes. So yep. You know, there's a guy that died before the show started, and nobody knows who he is. He's totally a mystery. Right. Which we live in the age of the internet. That in and of itself is a horseshit plot device. There is no way that you could delete anyone born in the last hundred years from the internet. I don't give a shit how much money or influence you have. If there's a park 
where there's a guy and another guy that created basically robots that are just like humans that you can go and fucking kill. You're not deleting that guy from the internet. You're just not, it's just not happening. That aside, uh, Bernard is a, like a replicant of that guy. He is like a reincarnation of that guy that Anthony Hopkins character made. And, uh, you know, some other stuff happens. It's, it it gets pretty interesting, but again, I'm watching it and I'm kind of like, is that okay? Uh, well, that was weird. I didn't expect that, but uh, yeah, I kind of did. Um, all right. It's a lot of mystery that really builds up to fucking robots are real and they, they kill people. And now we're off to season two. So it could be good. First season was worth watching to me, but I could definitely understand why you would think it's boring. It's a slow burn over 10 episodes. Um, It's a slow burn. And when I watch my sci-fi, action has to be in it or horror has to be in it. Right. Right. Sci-fi is beautiful. It's, it's always anything in science fiction. It's fantastical deals with space ships, flight, that danger, the exploration mm-hmm. and encountering the unknown or even just technology advanced to a such a level. Mm-hmm. That stuff always looks great. It's always visually appealing. And, you know, a lot of times your logic can get behind it when you combine it with, with drama alone. And that drama isn't involved in something like, uh, Oh, I don't know. Have you seen the expanse? No. The expanse is a show to check out where it's, it's a drama series, but it's more of, it's a mystery slash drama, but it's in a sci-fi setting. Uh-huh. Uh, Chewie told me about it, and he was like, oh man, that's the show. I was like, we'll see. I was hoping he was right. He told me on New Year's, and you know, I checked it out. It's amazing. I binge watched the whole thing. The whole season of it. And it was fantastic because it has a dude that played the Punisher with Travolta. Oh, Tom Jane? Yeah, Tom Jane, and it plays a, I won't say a main character, because it's several characters telling right. a tale over series. But he's a character that's likable. He's definitely an investigator into it. And uh, they're in, they're investigating a series. Well, bottom line, the expanse is about the world advanced forward where we have colonized Mars. Uh-huh. And we're moving on to other planets and what have you. Right. And Earth, Mars, and these people called Belters. What Belters are, they're the ones who did the colonization. Okay. They did the work. <laughs> Mars is the people who have the colonists who live there and who have now become like their own nation unto themselves. And then there's Earthers, obviously from Earth. And it's about the political drama between all three of them over an event. Mm-hmm. And it's worth watching if you like seeing sci-fi effects, understanding what that might look like. That was cool. Um, I could see where others may consider it boring, but that's only because you don't have taste. <laughs> that's a pretty declarative statement right there. I'm just saying it. I'm just saying it to be funny because I know there are tons of people like Westworld. If, if it's your cup of tea, it's your cup of tea. But yeah. it's, it's, it's why Westworld didn't grab me. Is because Westworld combined I, the old West. I kind of took a head nod to. Yeah. You're a fan of it. Yeah. Other friends of mine like the West. Yeah. But to me, the West was the West because there wasn't lasers. But and and there's not here either. But there kind of is. I don't even want a robot. I don't want an oasis. I don't want right. to see anything modern in my West. And I and I can get behind that. Um, I actually was kind of expressing this opinion at work. This was before the show ended for the the season. And uh, there's a guy that I work with, and he seemed pretty pissed that uh, I had a negative connotation with the show. Yeah. <laughs> and that I uh, openly talked about it without warning people that I was going to be spoiling it. And I was like, oh, shit, this is like a real thing. People actually get pissed off when you talk about things in oh, yeah. front of them that like maybe they did. Because to me, once it's aired, 
Like you talk about it. I don't fucking hide it like it's a secret. Well, you know, you say it, you know, hey, have you seen it? Yeah, yeah, I'm about to talk about it. You give him a right. chance to leave the room. Right. And that's and that, like and he was he was like really like you could tell he was really emotional about it and no one else in the room gave a fuck. Yeah, because it's kind of on you. It's like it's a show, right. dude. And Go I was watch like, it at home, see what you I think. was like, oh, uh, sorry, didn't occur to me. Okay. Well, well, it's like Rogue One. If somebody walked up to me and started talking about Rogue One, yeah, but you already know what happens at the end of Rogue One. No, I don't. Everybody dies. How how would I have known that? I mean, that's got to be what happens because they. How would of, I have known? Because none of those characters are in any other Star Wars movies. So why would I give a fuck? But you've seen the other Star Wars movies, right? Why do I give a fuck? I didn't read shit into this film or read about this film to even give a <laughs> that's, fuck. That's well, it's Star if Wars you did, Rogue One. If I was you didn't pay give my a, ticket and takes my chances, man. Right, but if you didn't give a shit about the story, I don't want the story ruined for me. Right, but you know it's a prequel. I don't want to go. Do you in. know anything about it at all? Listen, sometimes it's okay to R.R. Martin someone. Okay. Okay. If I fell in love with all the characters in the show of Rogue One, right, and then they all died at the end, that would have been more impactful to me. Well, I'm just, I'm just saying. Now I know they all die. And I'm now just I might saying, wait for like, it on like Netflix. S- spoilers being what they are, you know it's a prequel, right? Yeah. And you know it takes place in between the third and fourth film, right? Yeah. So what does that do? Then? And the, it's about characters getting the plans for the Death Star, right? Look, man, you can make a movie about someone living in the canteen. I'm just saying. I don't know how it ends, but but some, some I have point, a pretty clear idea based on the plot of at some these point. Some, what I'm saying is that there's not a movie about every inch of Star Wars, right? That's fair. In a galaxy, yeah, so that's yes, fair. it's possible they could have done something uh, that's, that you wouldn't that's have fair. seen in that's the other fair. movies. Well, I haven't seen it either, so I can't spoil it for you. But I'm just right. going off of my understanding. Like, this is the many Bothans have died to bring us this plans. This right. is that movie. I heard, I heard that, too, and I heard that before people had watched the film. Right. Well, and, and, and nobody was yeah. certain. I mean, nobody's... Uh, nobody's and nobody's talked to me about it still. Exactly. Same here. So nobody's talked to me. So At the end of the day, this Star Wars is not like my... Uh, it's not my jive. Why I don't give a shit about Star Wars like that, mm-hmm. for the same reason I don't get up in arms about Transformers. When I was a kid, I saw Star Wars. So in my head, lightsabers, there's some action could be cool and it's whatever right. you're done it's it's not something to get mad about you go and enjoy the film for the effects looks artistic and stylish great you're done yeah I, I it's not it's not a shakespearean play like right you're uh, i get spoilers people should have them but when i'm just i'm used to having a conversation like this yeah. i can just talk to you about whatever i want to talk about and then when i'm in the cafeteria at work Apparently, I need to like because around me you anybody. don't have to be considerate of others because it's just me. <laughs> right. But when you're in public, Nate, you should be considerate yeah, of others yeah, just to be a good guy. That's what happens when you live in an echo chamber of your own ideals. Yes, <laughs> that's correct. That's correct. Well, it's a uh, it's about uh, almost twenty after six. You got yep. about an hour and fifteen here, so um, you you got somewhere to be at some point, and I got to finish editing these so that I can also be go to that place. Yep. Um, so I think we're gonna wrap it up. I yep. definitely appreciate everyone for coming back to us after our break and hopefully this was a somewhat enjoyable and entertaining podcast if not politically confusing and points kind of weird but yeah well, whatever it's what happens when back. you're yeah it's what happens when you're gone for a while um you have uh, things on your mind and shit to talk about and anyways uh tune in next week we'll be doing more podcasts and remember utility muffin labs the first muffin is often plain the sprinkles come later yes thanks for tuning in i hope that was sufficiently weird you have a great weekend. I love you. Goodbye. Well, let's let's make out. <laughs> not you. Not me to you. Not, no, you no, no. Dumb. No. You, you meant you the guys listeners? listening. You guys listening. Okay. Let's, let's make out. Okay, good. Yeah.
Oh, 